0: Welcome to the Body Nerd Show, empowering you with the super uncomplicated things you need to know about self care and movement so that you too can wake up every day pain free. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and I'm a coach, writer, former yogi, kettlebell devotee, and 100% body nerd. So, are you ready? Let's get nerdy! Welcome back. You're listening to episode 31 of The Body Nerd Show. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode. I'm really glad you're here. And I'm also super excited about this week's episode because it's super special. I'm chatting with a skin fitness expert, but not just any skin fitness expert, but my dear friend, Sybil Solon. On today's episode, we talk about SPF how to use it if higher is actually better and if spf clothing does what you think it does how the ingredients in the products you use around your face shampoo included could potentially be the source of breakouts and if jade rollers are really as beneficial as instagram wants us to think they are and i was really surprised by some of Sybil's answers to the questions i asked her and i wish you could have seen my face but alas it'll just be audio but it'll be so good it'll be so good. And before we get into the show, I want to remind you that show notes, fun links, free downloads, and the Body Nerds group Olive over at aewellness.com slash podcast. There, you're going to find links to Instagram where I post weekly body work fixes. I'm at Halafamala. Information on the Body Nerd Garage, it's coming up soon. It's a weekend of nerdiness in October here in Los Angeles where you can learn the latest techniques to get you stronger and more flexible in body and mind for me and some of my nerdy friends. And you'll also find the Body Freedom Self-Assessment, which is a free quiz that will guide you towards the best next step to getting rid of tension, stiffness, soreness, and pain. So definitely check all that stuff out over at aewellness.com slash podcast. So our guest today, Sybil, is an esthetician and acne specialist, and she's also my esthetician, which is why it was really exciting to get to ask her all of these questions. And she is just as nerdy about the skin as I am about the body, which is exactly why we hit it off when we met at a cadaver class. Like, honestly, how nerdy is that? (laughs) She has an amazing YouTube channel that's filled with tutorials. And in fact, as I was putting together information for this intro, I watched one of her videos on how to apply eye cream, and I didn't even know I was doing it wrong. When we know better, we do better. It's as simple as that. Now, I would have had acne my entire life, but then I met Sybil, and she taught me everything I know about the skin and why mine is so stinking sensitive. So I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did recording it. Here's Sybil. So today I am sitting literally in your spa. We are yeah. hopefully the cone of silence <laughs> um, so cool. with my fantastic friend Sybil, who actually, as I was coming over here today, realized that we have been friends before AE Wellness. Yeah, we met a cadaver class. I know how nerdy is that. I know, right? <laughs> we met cutting up bodies. Well, actually, we're just looking at cut up bodies. It's true. I wish we were cutting, but I, not on that time. Not, Yeah.
1: They were good bodies. They were. So now that you know, we're total freaks. (laughs) Um, Miss Sybil, tell us, what do you love to get nerdy about? Um, I love to get nerdy about pretty much the same things you get nerdy about. That's the reason we're friends. Uh, I love skincare specifically and ingredients. I love skin tech. So I always tell people that I think about skincare as a part of your overall wellness, as well as the ingredients in your skincare, like your cell phone. So you don't walk around with a flip phone in your pocket. You walk around with the highest tech, newest phone. And so that's when I talk about skincare. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Mm -hmm. And every time, I just love, you know, we have a very active Instagram DM chain (laughs) going back and forth. And you're like, look at this commercial for this crazy product I just (laughs) found. And I'm like, this is crap. And then I will say... I, some, I asked my mom, I was like, um, I think I know the answer that this product is crap. <laughs> and
1: I'm like, oh, "That is 100% crap. You should never put that on your face. That's insane. <laughs> but thank you for that because I'm now obsessed with now following that person who's had sells and inc- insane crap.
0: I <laughs> know, there's so much stuff, which is also why I wanted to talk to you because I've learned so much from you about skincare. And actually I'll share a story today <laughs> um, about putting crap not on my face and yet still having an effect on it. Uh, but like, just like within your body, it's all
1: connected. On the skin too, like it's all connected. Well, people forget that the skin is the largest organ of the body, so it literally connects all of your organs together. It is the chain to all of your organs. All right, I also call it the like the the stepchild. You know, if it was like Cinderella, that's where it is. Mm -hmm. Um, It is the last organ of the body to receive any nutrition because, Mm -hmm. according to the body, it it should show you what's going on. So if you have like a liver problem, it gets yellow and it's supposed to be like, Hey, look, there's a problem. So if anything's going on in your, in your body, your skin goes, Hey, take a look at me. Things are going wrong. And there's a lot of skin to show that. So we always talk about the facial skin, but there's skin all over you to show that there's problems mm-hmm. and it's all connected. Yeah. And how is it, Again, that this the skin face
0: face skin yeah <laughs> your face skin and even like down it was it the décolleté the, d- the décolleté the décolleté yeah or your face and face neck and chest yeah why
1: like how is that different from the rest of the skin on your body? That's a good question. So the face skin you have more pores and that it tends to be thinner. So that is the difference of that skin. As you go down your body, you you get less pores and it gets thicker so it literally starts you have a lot more pores and then you have less pores and less pores and less pores and then your hands like the palms of your hands and the palms of your feet have no pores Mm. also strangely enough under your eyes and around your eyes have no pores which is why you have to be really careful about what you put on your eyes which is why eye cream is so expensive Oh, because mm-hmm. right. it just like sits on top of the skin. Yeah, you have to have a good delivery system, get product in there, because there are no pores. And that's why people will be like, "Oh, I have trouble with my eye cream. It's giving like I'm getting breakout or I have an irritation." And how you apply your eye cream is important. What kind of eye cream you use is important. Mm. Yeah, that's a whole nother that's a whole another conversation. I know. I know.
0: Yeah, if you're listening to this, you send me all of your skin questions, and we'll have someone come and educate us more yeah. on skin um i'm like oh my gosh where do we start well i think the first place to start will be to talk about spf because i know i'm just from the questions i put this out on my ig stories what do you want to know a lot of questions came through and spf was a big one so
1: the first question is do i need it every day yes and if you follow me i am your skin fitness expert on instagram you will know that I am constantly saying you need sunscreen every single day, no excuses. And the reason why is because there's sun outside every single day, whether you see it or not. There is sun, there is UV, and there's, right now what we understand, there are seven versions of UV. Um, most of us, we just know about the three, and that's fine, that's cool. You only have to know about the three that really that really get you. Um, that's UVA, which is the aging rays, and that's, that's not why it has the name of UVA, but it is the aging rays. UVB, which are the ones that burn you. UVC, which is a newer one, which is the one that they worry about a lot of in Australia, and those mm. are the ones that that are even they're even longer and they give you even more cancer, and mm. that's not why they're C, mm. um, but they just have more ultraviolet in them. Um, but we are finding that there's more and more UV. like kinds of rays out there as we're getting better spectrometers to to find out what about them Mm. i actually have just been learning about more and more of these rays because i went down the rabbit hole when i was doing my own videos and was like oh my god i don't have enough knowledge myself (laughs) my tech in my brain is old on spf we've within the last two years we've learned so much more thanks to korea and australia about spf you need to use it every day all the time You should probably be wearing at least a 30, but more and more information is stating that you should be wearing a 50 or higher. But I thought they said that like everything above 50 was nonsense. I've always said that as well. But there was a study that came out last year that said this. So what happens is in real life, in like IRL, (laughs) when people put it on, Mm -hmm. in theory, if you put it on the way that you're supposed to, you only need a 15 or a 30 but nobody but puts it on nobody right? puts it on the way that they're directed so they right. did this and they did it was a real life study and they did, they did it this. in germany they didn't switch them they replicated this and that's how science works if you can replicate a study it is true mm-hmm. they replicated four places mm. people who put on 100 plus had better results than people who put on a 30 they had better protection mm. and the reason why is because they actually had better shielding because it was, it was essentially more shielding. Mm-hmm. The reason why we don't like so, so much SPF is because it just feels gross. And then people <laughs> just don't put it on. Mm-hmm. Right? So they found like if people just put on a higher SPF, even though it felt gross, they put on less of it, but at least it would work better. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's like the layman's version of that. But that's why. So I'm like, okay, guys, so put on a 50 plus. Mm-hmm. Find when you like. Find when you like. But even if you're not putting on a 50 plus, put on the 30 the correct way. And what's the correct way? The correct way is you should really be putting it on in the morning before you leave. Mm -hmm. You don't have to put it on like in any special manner, but you need to put it on. You need to put enough on. So look at the directions, but for a face, it generally is a, it's almost a tablespoon. No. Yeah, because it's for the oh face, neck, and chest. I have not been using enough. No. No, most people don't. But it's for the face, neck, and chest. Now, you and I, you've know, we seen us this podcast. We have smaller faces. So we <laughs> have probably, a very pale face, too. But we're, we're, we have smaller faces. Mm. So what you want to do is you want to, there is actually um, a few, there's guidelines that show you how to actually measure your face to see how much you need to put on. They found the average face needed about a tablespoon That's for a wild. face neck and chest so right. whenever they, they talk about sunscreen they're talking about your face neck and chest not just your face mm-hmm. and for me i always say the top of the ears as well right okay if you don't have super long hair also top of the ears okay so it's really important that that people think about how much sunscreen you're putting on because most people are like tiny little bat i and know you're done. you bought
0: it so far and it's <laughs> stupid expensive <Right>. and, <laughs> and
1: spf should be stupid expensive it's got a lot of technology in it so mm-hmm. if you're if you're you know like three ounces is about forty-five bucks. Then you've got good tech. If it's cheaper than that, it's not good tech. It's not functioning for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's simple as that. Good good technology is going to cost you money. It's mm-hmm. it's as simple as that. Yeah, because the ingredients a thousand percent matter. A thousand percent, and it's how it functions as well. So mm-hmm. you know, yes, you can go to McDonald's and eat a hamburger, or you can go and get a Kobe beef burger, and that's <laughs> just how it functions. Like McDonald's is not going to fill you the same and treat your body the same. But they use real beef now. I heard. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is technically beef. It's not Taco Bell,
0: technically. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah, it's no, different. That's a great point. It's different. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Well, and speaking of ingredients and SPF, like there's. Uh, chemical sunscreens but then there's
1: also like physical Physical. barrier yes and some of this has changed a little bit over the last couple years Um, so the old idea was that you have a physical sunscreen and a physical sunscreen it acts as like a reflector so it reflects and this the physical ones are zinc and titanium dioxide Mm -hmm. okay also these are the ones that are considered reef safe Mm -hmm. so if this if you have something that's looking for reef safe it is just usually a zinc and titanium dioxide, and then there's no chemical in it. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is very long, complicated, but it's just chemicals we think are hurting the, the coral. The coral. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if it's zinc and titanium, you're okay. It's reef. Doesn't I don't care if it has a label on it or not, it's zinc and titanium, that's it, you're reef safe. Then you have a lots of different chemical options. Now understand that in life, everything is technically a chemical. Mm-hmm. H2O, which is water, is a chemical. So I'm. We're still going to say chemical, but understand broadly, chemical sunscreens are just whatever. It's something that has some kind of compound in it that has been designed to absorb UV. But the newer, the newer chemical ones, actually, what they do is they diffuse heat throughout the skin. Mm. So not really absorption. So the problems that we used to have with the chemicals, where they would act, they would start breaking down and they give us problems, mm-hmm. uh, and they could. Cause we think cause cancer and have given the problems with those chemicals, they' become way more safe as far as we know. Now we haven't had huge amounts of studies on them, like ten years of studies research, mm-hmm. but how they function, it see in theory, it seems like it should work because they're just diffusing heat, mm-hmm. which is how zinc and titanium also, also. work. They oh, diffuse yeah. heat, mm-hmm. they reflect it. So these chemicals now are are mimicking how the physical ones function. So cool. Now, here's a caveat to you. Mm. These ones are not available in America. Uh, of course not. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you can still get them. You have to just find them on the internet. So they're out there. You can find them. They're pretty awesome. And they're, there's a bunch of different com- like compounds for them. So look for up, up, like Australian sunscreens and Korean sunscreens, and they're a lot better. Mm. And they, almost all of them have the newer, newer technologies in them. So why do Australia and Korea have better skin care? <laughs> ah well (laughs) you know in america we don't like to spend money on new things Mm -hmm. and we are we tend to be behind the curve when it comes to skincare because we're just slow to change we do we don't like change and we're really about marketing and not substance Mm -hmm. you know um i'm not saying that that's everybody but in in general yeah that's how we tend to be in america
0: yeah. Well, actually, you know, this just made me think of um, was it Neutrogena who had that LED face? Yes. And then they found out that it's like giving people. I remember we had a conversation about that. I when know. You first said
1: that to me as one of those IG posts that we yeah. just talked about. Yeah. 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 And I was like, that is crazy, and no one should use that. That is wonky. And then what was it? Burning people. It Was burning people. And there's all there's all these lawsuits about it now. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that makes complete sense because that's not ever going to function the way it's supposed to.
0: No. No, it's crazy. You not. can't cut corners when it comes. No, to you can't. And, then, and that doesn't mean that
1: light panels aren't good. Just that light panel was never going to function based on like what i saw from 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 that it was never going to function that should no because you have a light panel absolutely which is like sixteen thousand times the cost of what that eutrogena one was exactly and you have to have the right kind of bulbs and the right kind of waves because nasa discovered that light that the light waves actually are incredibly effective and you can utilize them for all different kinds of things You know, Sonicare uses um, ultraviolet technology to you know clean your toothbrush. Right, that's the same kind of idea, Mm. right? We same idea, and NASA discovered that technology. We are using that in lots of different ways. Right, but we're not using it on a weird face mask that has like four bulbs in it and (laughs) is burning you. Don't use that face mask. Yeah. Mm -mm. Um,
0: Okay. One last question about SPF uh, clothing.
1: Yes, do it's you, my favorite conversation.
0: Do you need to buy the expensive fancy shirt that's super yes. SPF? Absolutely,
1: I'm cutting off, yes. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, watch me in any video ever of me traveling. I'm always wearing SPF clothing. Uh, the reason why is because, yes, you could absolutely wear a regular shirt. If you wear a dense enough fiber shirt, a dark enough color, you are going to have protection. It is going to protect you. If it gets wet at all, if the fibers are f- are anywhere fine, anywhere um uv uv can penetrate through and remember how we just talked about that there are new uvs that we're discovering Mm -hmm. those can penetrate through as well so you might not see that you're getting color but you are actually getting damage in your dna and we Mm -hmm. don't understand how that works yet we don't 100 know how that works we do understand that upf and you and spf clothing Mm -hmm. stop those Mm -hmm. and that is why Mm -hmm. so yes
0: absolutely I wish you guys could see my face right now. <laughs> like My eyeballs are getting so big. I'm like, oh my gosh, I never even thought of that. And also like in the sun, I make this mistake. I'm realizing, um, you know, I'm going to be outside. So I choose, you know, instead of slathering my whole body in sunscreen, I'm like, let me just put a long sleeve shirt on, but it's summer. So it's hot. So I choose the white one.
1: And that the, it rays penetrate through light colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite story to tell is I, and I'm careful with I'm careful, but I'm, es- I'm an esthetician. I'm super careful. I went to a spa and I forgot my own SPF. I'm like, I'll use theirs. It'll be fine. And I'm going to sit under the, I'm going to sit under their umbrellas. I'm going to, I'm going to have a towel over me. It's going to be fine. I'm so covered. I'm super cool. Three hours later, I'm burned to a crisp. I can't get a massage anymore because I am literally the lo- color of a lobster. Oh no. Now I use their SPF, which obviously was crappy, I was under an umbrella, which didn't have SPF in it. So the light penetrated through it. Also, there was probably rays bouncing off of the pool. Right. And so they came up from another direction. And even though I had a white towel around me, it wasn't a thick towel. And I burned through it as well. Whoa. So burn on every layer possible. And I had weird patterning. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. (laughs) So that's my favorite story to tell. Uh, Well, I got uh,
0: sunburned at Disneyland in the rain because it washed off all of my
1: SPF. Also... Also, you know, you you're more prone to get sunburn in rain because you don't notice you're burning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Overcast skies are the number one thing where people get burned. Mm-hmm. It's horrible.
0: And does like skin complexion and your skin color have
1: anything to do with it? It does. So um, your skin, cu- not the amount of UV that you'll that that you'll take, is you could still get cancer just as easily but you have more protection. So somebody who has more, you know, who has darker skin, you have more protection. You have something in your skin called melanin. And that melanin is what makes you the color you are. And that melanin gives you natural protection. It does not stop you from getting cancer. It does not stop you from burning. It just takes you longer to burn. It just takes you longer to notice that you're having problems. Um, One of the problems that we're having right now in the African-American community is that there's not enough outreach to stop them from getting cancer of the skin. And Mm. the problem with skin cancer is that people don't catch it, and it actually turns into other kinds of cancer. Right. So John McCain, although not African-American is example, <laughs> that his his brain cancer started as skin cancer. Not many people know that. Mm. So, it, you know, skin cancer is very serious and it turns into other cancers. So people go like, oh, I'll just have that taken off. I'm like, yes, but that skin cancer has now become, you know, liver cancer. It's become breast cancer. It's become brain cancer. Mm. You're going to die. It's <laughs> not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> no, but it's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People talk to me about this all the time, and I get really serious and they get crazy on me. And they're like, I, I got just a base layer of like brown. I'm like, you're aging yourself and you're giving yourself cancer. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Wear the SPF and stay out of the effing sun. Mm mm-hmm. I think it's interesting,
0: too. In California, there's more people who are covered up in the sun or at least, you know, in yeah. my experience. And when I travel to you know Missouri to visit my family, there's a tanning split yeah. place on every corner and everyone wants to be as dark as physically
1: possible. I'm just like, but why? Well, I think there they have less they they have because they have such a limited time of sun. They're mm-hmm. just like, oh, I got to be brown. That's how it is. Also, they do have less, com- they have, like, less common sense about it because they didn't grow up in an area with sun. Right. Because there is more outreach in, especially the Midwest, mm-hmm. about, like, tanning booths and, you know, not going out in the sun and being careful about the sun. It's the same in Ireland. Talk to any Irish people, the first thing they do is just sit out there and bake. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're whiter than white. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so let's all just make an agreement that, like, being pale, whatever
0: pale means for you, like, stay away from the sun. Yeah, I mean you don't can go out toasty. the sun and
1: enjoy it. Like go out in the sun and enjoy it, but wear SPF, reapply it every two hours, wear enough SPF. To try to stay out of the out of it when you don't need to be in it. Mm-hmm. You know, enjoy it for the time it is. Don't be at it in maybe the hardest part of the day, you know, and be be in the sun wisely. It's like yeah. any other drug. Yeah. Be in the sun wisely. And they speaking of drugs, they have discovered that people who sunbathe, it hits the same part in your brain as heroin. Yeah. It makes the exact that. same thing as heroin. So if you're like, no, I can't give up my son as you listen to this, are you addicted? It's mm-hmm. okay. It's okay. Just leave the sun behind. It's going to be all right. You can come off of it. Yeah, you don't have to become
0: like a mole rat, right? Like, right. Oh, yeah, we like the sun. And
1: there's good things about the sun. It makes you happy. It's, it gives you vitamin D. There's beautiful things about that. But you just don't need huge amounts of it. Use it wisely. Yeah.
0: So let's talk a little bit about ingredients, which we've kind of talked touched upon already. Um, and I'll share a story because we, I was just on her table and she was vacuuming really gross stuff out of my face um, because ingredients matter. Yes. Um, so over the last, what did we figure out? Five months? Five months. You said March. <laughs> I switched my shampoos um, because I was like, man, this one's too expensive. Let me just try the cheap stuff from the grocery store and didn't think anything of it because some other things were changing at the same time and my face kept breaking out and I'm not just talking about like a little bit of breakouts like I'm talking like big gross pastoral deep painful ones which I haven't had um since I stopped eating gluten which also you (laughs) forced me into thank you yes and started using thank you and started using better skincare. yes 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 so this was new to have like all these breakouts I was just like what is going on and I tried to clean up my food even more making sure I'm changing my pillowcase even more like all of those things that I've learned from you and nothing was fixed like fixing it And so um, I was like, huh, well, let's try it. Let's change the shampoo. And like literally three days later, things started to calm down and clear up and stop freaking out so much. Um, So what ingredients, like if you had to pick a few, um, because I know like all the packaging is like sodium plurals, sulfate free, like what ingredients should we be looking out for? And, you know,
1: what things signal that this product doesn't work for me? So I'm just going to touch on first the, your shampoo story. So shampoo is like, there's a couple things that I tell people when they're breaking out. The first thing I take people off is their makeup Mm -hmm. because makeup is the, actually the number one thing that breaks people out. Um, I'm a huge fan of Jane Iredell. She does not plug me for saying any of this, but Jane Iredell is one of my favorite makeups. I just know it's safe. There are a couple other on the market that I know that are safe, but Jane Iredell is my favorite. So period. Um, But your makeup is probably breaking you out. Period. Ninety percent of them break people out. Uh, laurel sulfates break people out. Most beeswax break people out. I also learned I'm allergic to beeswax. <laughs> Fun most story beeswax too. break people out. And um, like any like panthenols will break people out. So like in your shampoo, conditioners, and stuff, uh, panthenols will break people out. And toothpaste, any kind of whitening product, mm-hmm. any kind of whitening product. So I don't care what people say. They're like it's a natural, blah blah blah. It's probably breaking you out. Now, this is for people who are prone to breakout. If you're not prone to break out, you might be able to be on that. Just like some people can eat gluten and it doesn't give them problems. Some people can have dairy. It doesn't give them problems. But if you're acne prone, this is a problem for you. Also, if you have sensitive skin and you're like, I'm getting red, this is it could be the reason why. So they're just things you can do. I'm also am not a huge fan of coconut yeah. stuff. In skin, I just find it really, really clogging. So that's kind of, those are the things that I'm, I'm, I have a there's huge list of stuff that I'm like, if you're acne prone, kind of stay away from. Those are like the big ones. Um, Shampoo and conditioner, if it's breaking you out, it's going to break you out. Around your hairline first, and mm-hmm. then it's going to seep everywhere. It's going to go down your neck. It's going to be behind your ears. It's mm-hmm. going to be all over your face, shoulders, shoulders. It's going to mm-hmm. be everywhere. Even if you don't have hair in that place, because mm-hmm. once again, your skin is a huge organism, mm-hmm. and it's going to seep all over. Your toothpaste and your um, chapstick and lipstick. It's going to be mostly around your mouth, up around your um, in the creases of your nose, down your chin. All right, and. If you're if you're having any trouble with like your eye cream because that's something else that breaks people out a lot, it's gonna be you're gonna have like bumps right around the eye sides mm. of the eye in the eyebrow because mm-hmm. that's not a usual place for people to break out. Yeah, there's no pores there. You shouldn't be having break out. <laughs> right.
0: There. Okay. And what about? Um like gluten, is that usually, do you typically see a different pattern of like gluten? Yeah, so sensitivity? gluten,
1: like for you, when I was just like, I touched your face and I was like, oh, you're a gluten allergy. I'm so, sensitive to everything. Yes, So <laughs> gluten tends to be, um, I noticed like behind the ear, like right on the ear area. So down the neck, that lymph node area will have, you get like a lot of like bumpy breakout through that area. And that's almost always gluten for everybody. Uh, dairy tends to be, um, the cheeks, but that's also lots of stress. If you're very stressed, that can be that area, uh, patch on the forehead, especially in the middle between the brows, you're having trouble with your sugar intake, Mm. sugar intake. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there, I mean, there's other parts of the face that can tell you things and parts of the body that can tell you things, but those are like the biggies. Yeah oh I'm like oh what did I eat and <laughs> where did it end up on my face I know and everybody's a little different I mean it happens to everybody that doesn't mean you have to give up stuff but it, it's good to know
0: yeah no absolutely because honestly I mean I laid on your table enough times you're like are you still eating bread and I was like I can't give up bread I love bread like Oprah had nothing on me I was like I love bread um but when I finally did give it up i've had acne my entire life i did two rounds of accutane which is supposed to completely get rid of your acne and it did not and they put me on a second time which they're not supposed to do and i still had acne and so it wasn't until like we said better skin care um not eating things that weren't compatible with my body mm-hmm. that i've had clear skin and probably what it started at 27 yeah. for the first time in my life and i wish somebody had said to me at 16 like maybe Kraft macaroni and cheese every day after school with Oreos is, like, not the best fit for you no, right now. I no. wish. Because, it, like you're saying, your skin is an expression of what's happening inside of your body. So, like, pay attention to what it's trying to tell you. Right. Gosh, the craft was... It was so good. Um, <laughs> at the moment, now nah, I could never eat it
1: again. It's true. true. Um, what about... We're just hitting hot-button topics here that I know are on the top of people's minds. Jade rollers. Jade rollers. So, <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not a fan of... I mean, I'm I'm not... I'm not a fan of like the need to roll. Like people are like I have to roll with a jade roller. I mean, you can use a spoon, you can do whatever, but they're not hurting you. Like mm-hmm. if you want to roll roll through your heart's skin tent, they're perfectly fine for lymphatic drainage. And if they they're part of your ritual and they help you like like live your best life and make your your skin happy because you're doing something for your skin, go to town. they will not hurt you. Are they like making your skin amazing? No. <laughs> so no. disappointing. I was like, "Wow!" No. But if they make you happy, like whatever. Yeah, for sure. Whatever. And at least they are like lymphatic drainage. It's helping lymphatic drainage, which is beautiful. Do you have
0: a video on your YouTube channel of lymphatic drainage?
1: No, not yet.
0: Okay, she yeah. will. Soon. Yeah,
1: because lymphatic drainage is like one of those hard things, and there's so many different
0: kinds of lymphatic drainage. But yeah. On my Instagram, in my highlights under, I think it's things I love. I did put like, here's me using a jade roller. And then you DM would me and you're like, it's not doing anything. I was like, be quiet.
1: I still love it. I so appreciate <laughs> on that. But I mean, I, every institution I talk to is like, what do you think of jade rollers Sybil? And I'm like, they're stupid. And they're like, Oh, I knew you'd say that. <laughs> well, then what about sheet masks? Cause sheet that, that mask- came out of Korea too, right? Sheet ma- okay. So sheet masks are a great way to, to l- deliver product, but you could just put a, I mean, you could just put a mask on your face. Oh, so disappointing. Well, actually, and that's the esthetician secret I learned from you, right? Yeah, is masks on a regular basis. Masks, absolutely. Esthetician secret. I know. Everybody well, can do it, but you should just be like mask every day.
0: But, and that's skin fitness too, totally. right? It's not just one and done. It's the daily deliberate yeah, things absolutely. to keep
1: your skin healthy and, healthy and cycle it through, just like you would use a different you know weight and you do different exercises, different things for your face all the time. Just mm-hmm. kind of keep it. It doesn't mean switching your product constantly. It means doing different routines, keep a, keep a certain product routine, but they do other things in between.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Um, lastly, what type of
1: product should everybody be using? Everybody needs something a little bit different. <laughs> I know, that's a totally different Everybody needs question. something different. But what you should be doing is you should be finding somebody to recommend you good products. Don't believe anybody who's just a beauty blogger. They don't know what the heck they're talking about. Um, Seek a trained professional because they're going to know what you should be using. And like when in doubt, and if you're not like happy with what you're like, the skincare you're getting, seek a professional. And if you don't like the first one, it's like anything else. Find somebody else. Find somebody who has the same ideals about skincare as you do. Mm -hmm. So I don't have the same ideals for every single person. They're not my client and that is Okay. Some people are like, "I want to burn my face to the bone." I'm like, "Okay, well then you're not my client." Mm-hmm. So find the person who is right for you, even if you don't see them for facials. There are people out there who can co- coach you through and get you good skincare and make good recommendations to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And where can people find you? Um, I am located online at yourskinfitnessexpert.com or at c solin. That's C is Cat, S is Sam, O L Y N. dot com.
0: And she has a fantastic YouTube channel with seriously everything you wanted to know. Your video about travel with product <laughs> like allowed me to not check a
1: bag. It allows me not to check a bag too, because I have way too much skincare. And so <laughs> I have seen her bathroom. This is Yes, true. <laughs> I have way too much skincare. So that's it was mostly for my own needs that I travel like that. So yes, if you travel a lot and you need to learn how to travel with less skincare, but all the skincare. Make sure you hit my, my YouTube channel, which is, um, I think I'm just C. Solon. It's yeah, crazy. and yeah. I'll link it in the yeah, show yeah. notes. I'm for just this. C. Solon. And I'm about to roll out all of my SPF videos, which I did a bunch of, like, five-minute um, SPF videos. I think I have 22 of them. They're going to be rolling out. Yeah. Rolling in high. high. And, guys, I had to reshoot a bunch of them because all the information you have here, it was new to me, too. Whoa. It was all new to me, too, people. I had to learn it, too. It was all new tech for me. See, always estheticians are always learning, too. Love it. Awesome. Thanks, Alex. Well, thank
0: you. This has been awesome. And if you guys have more questions, like I said, just submit them. Um,
1: And we should probably, I
0: have more questions. Yeah, if you guys
1: want me to do this again, let me, let Alex know. (laughs) Let us know. Yeah, let Alex know. I mean, we see each other all all the time. All right. Thanks again. Bye, guys. Thank you
0: again to Sybil for this awesome, awesome, awesome interview. If you have any questions about what we talked about, you can send them directly to me or you can send them to Sybil. She's at your skin fitness expert on Instagram. And I'll also put all of her links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another one. And you can head on over to Apple podcasts and leave a five-star review, which helps other body nerds find the show. And I definitely want to hear your body nerd hacks, whether it's skin related or body related. Leave a quick message on the Body Nerd hotline at 818-396-6501 and tell me what you do on the daily to feel amazing. Come over and find me on Instagram. I'm at Hala I love IG stories and I love it when you tag me and show me how you're being nerdy out there in the world. And together, let's spread the word that your body is super, super cool, both on the inside and the outside skin level too deep, and you can 100% change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Listen, friend, we both know that you are not you when you're in pain, but the good news is you can change the unchangeable. Even if it seems like it's been forever, life without pain is 100% possible and I can help you get there faster. Head on over to bodynerdshow.com and download the body freedom assessment. You'll answer a few questions and then you'll know exactly what your next steps towards more days of awesome should be. It doesn't have to be complicated and it won't even take you more than 15 minutes a day.